the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Boy, oh boy, the headlines are starting to change. We had a blueprint of kind of what to expect as it played out in China from November, December, January, February. Albeit there's some holes in the story. Are we starting to come out of this? Because people sure are looking optimistic and maybe not in ways that you would think. Because like oil dips below $12 a barrel. Had a big crash, big recovery this morning. Home price growth accelerated ahead of the virus shutdown. We'll talk about that. Southwest, a lovely airline, no? They've warned that revenue could plummet in May. We know it's going to plummet in May. This isn't a warning. This is just them getting around to telling us. We've already seen American Airlines and Delta both say the same thing, that flights will be maybe at 10% of where they were, the number of flights, um, come May. So it's pretty rough out there. And yet, the stock market has been moving higher. Now, we started higher this morning. And in the first 30 minutes, we've started to pull back. At some point in time, you're going to hear the voice of reason chime in and saying, who exactly is optimistic right now? There's some stories out there that millennials are the latest to say, I'm going to beat the stock market while it's down. I caution you on that because that's how you start to lose faith in the system. But we will talk about that as the show plays out and on, right? Oh, there's some fun stuff out there today, like small business loans. Steve Mnuchin, Treasury Secretary of the United States, has had to come out and say the Los Angeles Lakers probably shouldn't have got a $10 million loan. Probably was outrageous that they took that. They gave it back, but probably pretty outrageous that that got approved. That's one of the problems with the loan process. If you've got a decent long-term banking relationship with a business bank, you're pretty chummy with some of the people there. That's kind of get a lot of generic thinking there, but you get the idea. Pentagon has declassified three UFO videos taken by Navy pilots, and the footage is unreal. I know you're saying, did you just say what I think you said? The declassification of the videos came late Monday, and it was meant to clear up any misconceptions by the public on whether the footage that had been circulated is real or not. Um. I'll take a look at it at some appropriate time. Right now, my head is like uh, Corona, COVID, uh, economy, recovery. But isn't that one of the best things you've heard all day? A story that has nothing to do with COVID about U.S. Navy pilots. I think there's like three videos. And you hear the pilots say, you know, unidentified aerial phenomena. Whole fleet of my gosh. They're all going up against the wind. The wind's 120 knots to the west. Look at that. Um, 
I just I'm, I'm happy to hear a story that isn't. Are you with me or against me? So the Dow is gaining as investors grow more optimistic. We know the second and third quarter are going to be pretty rough on GDP. GDP is what we use, gross domestic product, to kind of say, hey, is our economy growing? Is it contracting? We tend to like GDP somewhere between 2 to 4%. 2%, eh, it's a little on the weak side. 3, eh, I can live with that. 4, it's a little on the strong side and create inflation. So that's why I'm looking for those kind of numbers. We're not going to get that. We're going to get down 10%, 15%. It's going to be ugly. President Trump on Monday laid out a blueprint for coronavirus testing. France is expected to lay out its ex-plan today. 3M, they're climbing today after their results beat expectations on the top and bottom line. 3M, obviously, maker of masks. Strong growth in personal safety products, home improvement, and cleaning products. Other big stories out there of note, Pepsi. Revenue of $13.8 billion topped expectations, but they yanked their 2020 guidance. I get it. <clears throat> Yesterday, some of the food industry CEOs came out and said, if we keep closing factories, there's going to be a meat shortage. And dang it, if my, my buttocks didn't clench up, and I was like, meat shortage? I better go get some meat. And I was like, and I, was like I, I started looking through my freezer. Like, what can I throw out? What can I throw out? I need the meat. America wouldn't take too kindly to no meat. I think that would be a bigger problem than COVID. But I digress. Dow lifted this morning as coronavirus lockdowns are starting to ease and the earnings season starting to hit its stride. Now, again, we could kind of use China as somewhat of a bellwether. Maybe they got their disease earlier. Maybe it opened a can of butt on them early. Maybe they, again, last week we talked about seeing pollution. It's not like, ah, pollution is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. But if you're in the economy and stock market, you love pollution. I know you're saying, um, that's kind of a bold statement. Yeah, you kind of go see where I'm going at. Chevron stock falls as oil falls. That's going to be an interesting one in the years and months to come, is how comfortable are people owning oil stocks when oil's dirty? And you don't want your children to know that you invest in dirty things. And like, there's a little bit of something going on there that it's, it's kind of a toxic asset. And when you get close to it, it'll make you intoxicated. Or maybe it's a noxious ob- object. And when you get close to oil, it will make you nauseated. I know you're saying, well, thank you for the SAT play. 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Harley Davidson's bracing for big pandemic, pandemic loan losses. Um, think about that for just a second. Stories are starting to creep out on how many people are not paying their mortgage and how many people are not paying their credit cards and how many people are not going to be paying their car loans. One of the reasons these guys get bailed out is they have to come out with commercials weeks later and say, Hi, my name is Mary Barra, and I'm the CEO of General Motors. And I want to let you know that we've always had your best interest in mind, and we want you to take the next 90 days and not pay your, your car payment, but know that you're going to be paying it on the other side. Thank you. 
Well, there's a lot of questions now because now we're starting to like not pay our bills. And again, that $1,200 stimulus check doesn't really go that far when you start thinking about it. When yesterday, and this is, I'm sorry for being mean here, but the shelter in place orders stayed, got like two week extension. The area of the country where I live, they're all, all the counties are trying to kind of like stick together to kind of close up together and then open up together, something like that. A friend of mine texted me and she's a, she's a housewife and she's got a pretty cushion. She's like, I just don't know if I'm going to be able to make it two more weeks. Oh boy, this is not so bad. But again, who's for me to judge? Monsters and men take us to break. There's nothing wrong with that. Markets are holding on to gains, but started stronger. People are getting confident. We're in earnings season. There's going to be some bad economic news to come. Brace yourselves. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me at newfocusfinancial.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. We're making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money investing and more. They typically say it takes about 66 days to pick up a new habit. And I will be interested to see what everyone's new habit is as we come out of this. Not really all that interested, but a friend of mine just picked up a ukulele. I'm like, yeah, I could, I could certainly do that for a while. New habits are brewing. question is, have we learned to live without Starbucks? Have we learned that we no longer need a gym, we could use a Peloton? How much have we changed our relationships with companies that we were pretty enshrined with? Apple, Amazon, Google. Um, I've gotten in this habit of checking my credit because my credit balance is going lower. And I've gotten in a habit of like saying, well, I'm saving a lot of money in restaurants. That's the only joy I can get out of this. How will corporations' habits change? Another uh, psychological, behavioral investment, finance kind of angle. Companies that have had a lot of cash. Companies like um, Apple. Will they use their cash for research and development? Despite the crisis, will they spread it around with some of their associates? Will they go out and make an acquisition? We're in a pretty comfortable groove there. Facebook made its biggest purchase since acquiring WhatsApp six years ago, spending $5.7 billion for a 10% stake in the digital assets of an Indian conglomerate, Reliance Industries. So they've made a big move. They also took advantage of millions and millions of people being stuck at home and launched a new group video chat product called Zoom. Is that what they did? No, they, they launched a product to rival Zoom, but... It wouldn't surprise me if Zuckerberg came up with Z-O-O-O-M. And then the courts get all rattled up about that. He goes, no, no, it sounds totally different. Hear the extra O, the Zoom. Big tech's pretty famous for ripping each other's ideas off. Netflix reported earnings last week. They said they added 16 million new subscribers. 64% jump year-over-year net subscribers. Google and Facebook are being hit by lower advertising spending as there's going to be a global recession that's going to hurt people's desire to advertise. 
the time when you should be advertising, a lot of people tend to turtle up. Companies like Amazon and Apple who need, you know, for us to be like, let's go spend money in the mood, so so to speak. It's tough to get in the mood. Hey, honey, honey, let's make a baby tonight. But there's COVID-19, death and destruction. I don't have a job, and I just got a check signed by the president for $1,200 that it's already been spent on online gambling. Let's not make a baby tonight. It's tough to warm up to certain ways scenarios play out. Will we spend a lot of money in advertising coming out of this? Yeah, for sure. But they'll be slow to do it. A lot of companies haven't had a shock to their financials. You haven't had a shock to your financials like this maybe ever. Where you start adding up, how much do I have? Am I going to get paid? Am I going to be laid off? Does a furlough become a layoff? Does a layoff come back to being a furlough? Should I go look for another job? So one of the things we're going to watch for is how behavior changes by both the big companies and you. Because, like I said, it takes about 66 days to make a new habit. And have I beaten, and this would be real bad news for the restaurant industry, have I beaten that desire of like, eh, I don't want food to go to waste in my fridge, so. <laughs> oh, have I beaten it? Home prices accelerated in the month of January. Again, for some reason, a lot of print songs are coming into my head. And it's like, I don't want to party like it's 1999, but there is something to be said, too. There was 2019, and the party was good. 2020, someone got sick of the party, and no one wanted to be there. 2021, recovery, back to 2019 levels? Probably not. 2022 is what a lot of analysts are saying. There's no reason to assume we're going to get hotter than we were, because we were already pretty darn hot. Now, we will have a ton of stimulus, so we may overheat. And again, there's a lot on the table that we don't know. Keep in mind, when we're starting to look at 2021, we still have to get through an election cycle. And the bickering between Republicans and Democrats yesterday, who knew that the United States Postal Service should be charging Amazon five times what they're charging, according to Donald Trump? Some people would say the United States Postal Service would be out of business if it wasn't supplementing and, uh, working with Amazon, but some people are starting to say the Republicans and Democrats are trying to change the rules of the election. <laughs> Democrats knowing that they'll get more votes and write-ins. Republicans know they'll get fewer votes, and let's turn the Postal Service into a, a machine of the government. This is when you're like, Rob, you need a day off because you can't get away from any of this stuff. So 2019 home prices. Existing home sales fell by the most in almost five years in March. But the way the real estate industry reports numbers, there's different surveys, and the S&P CoreLogic Case Schiller National Home Index um, only covered the month of January at this point in time. So we're still two more months away before we could really see the home prices, how they've been affected. I'm looking for about a 10% drop annually. But that's in about a month or two, two or three months from now. So the S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller National Home Price Index posted a 4.2% annual gain in February. The 20-city composite posted a 3.5% gain. The cities that led Phoenix for the ninth straight month. Again, if you take a look at, and it's easier for me to talk about West Coast real estate, 
because it's so much obviously closer in proximity. But you saw comp- areas like LA and San Francisco do well economically. And one of the ways real estate works, and this is almost sexist, almost, can he still say that? It's driven by a lot of moms. If you're going to be not having a kid, you can live in an apartment. If you're going to have a kid, the mom, her, her nesting instincts, her, she wants her kid in the best school district possible. And that's where we get kind of crazy in society. So as we got a lot of real estate wealth, we looked around and said, where can we diversify? Where can we recreate that and do that again? And where do I really, really want to live? What has the best schools? Because you get into a good school system, you can always sell that house to someone else. You get into a bad school system, it is a much tougher sell. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show. Also at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Cruise lines are burning through cash. Can they survive? I'll say this. I probably won't ever get on a cruise line ever, ever, ever. But that was also before the hand. Um, It's just not my thing. I had my perfect moment in life, the love boat. I was like seven or eight years old. It kind of gave me a little bit of how shall we say adult material as a kid watching a young people get on a boat singles and fall in love. I was like, Ooh, that looks like the life. And I, I want to leave it. Here. I've already seen gopher. I've already seen truly. So jump the shark when they got into a hurricane, but bartender, I'd kind of like to see, but no, 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 I am not getting on a plane ever, never, ever, never just don't want to. What's interesting about that is I'm telling you, I've got a weird habit. My dad bought cars his whole life, always blue or gray, like a dark blue or gray. Every freaking fracking car he ever bought. We are creatures of habits. And it's going to be, like I said, very interesting coming out on the other side of this to see how habits change. And can we take advantage of them as investors just by shifting our portfolios a little bit? I'm not talking about a lot. That's not my thing. You know, Carnival cruise lines probably made a mistake in christening their new boat, the COVID-20. Dun-dun-dun-dun! Too soon. Too soon, I know. I know, I know. But soon enough, I'm going to be able to make jokes about it. They're running out of cash. I have no interest in that. Now, if you were to say, which one's the best one? Carnival, Royal Caribbean, or Norwegian? Carnival. I can tell you from looking at their finances. Um, But is that your thing? Maybe. Because I'm adamant I'll never get step foot on one. I kind of like to put my money where my mouth is. I watched probably the most unfunny movie of the 80s that was highly rated as a funny movie of the 80s. Uncle Buck the other day, and I spent $3 on Apple. You know why I spent $3 on Apple? Because it wasn't on any other service, and guess what? Um, I own shares of Apple. So I kind of get into that mindset of supporting the company that I invest in. So cruise lines are tough for me. 
especially with their race to zero. Now, this is earnings season, and I love earnings season. You know, there's that character on Saturday Night Live who goes, I love it, 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 I love it. That's me in earnings season. AMD is going to report numbers tonight, and they're going to be strong. This is kind of in the pre-COVID era. Um, they're also in the right product at the right time era. They also have an upgrade cycle that looks really attractive as they're tied to the new Xbox and new PlayStation coming up at the end of the year, if we don't all die of COVID first. Or do they get pushed in next year and ruin the thesis? Will Christmas be the same this year? Will we spend more? Will we have a new president or will we have the same president? Will COVID be eradicated? It's really tough to imagine what Christmas looks like, right? I, I kind of imagine people are going to be sheltering in place with family. But then again, maybe they'll be like, woohoo, I'm going to Hawaii. I'm never going to see my family again. I've seen enough of them. And, you're, and the kid's like, Dad, I'm six years old. I need you to stay here and like give me food. And he's going to Hawaii without his kid. Um, I don't know how we're going to get that cabin fever, what it's going to look like at Christmas time. So that brings up a lot of questions as an investor. I'm going to listen to that AMD conference call today. Um, we're in a big tech week of earnings. I think tech tells a cute story. I probably do you a little bit of a disservice on the show by not talking about Boeing enough. I listen to Boeing calls. I think they're important, but I don't talk about them enough. They're reportedly going to resume their 787 Dreamliner production in South Carolina on Sunday, uh, getting people back together in factories. So... I was brushing up on my Spanish yesterday. I learned the word for factories. And I was like, I'm so proud of myself. And I'm like, you know what? I'm probably never going to use this in a sentence. <laughs> um, I got a little bit of uh, swimming in a river. But again, will I ever use it? Probably not. Maybe. Federal Reserve announced an expansion of the scope of the duration of its municipal liquidity facility. Man, municipal bonds got hit hard in the bond market. We, I didn't talk enough about March being what happened in the bond market is surreal. I fortunately have made a career of saying I don't own any bonds and I'm not really a big bond guy. I leave that to the financial planners as you get older. Bonds differ like gold and clay. But what is unfair is all bonds got hit weirdly. Palo Alto, cream of the crop. Everyone has a $2 million home. Everyone has a job paying 500000 Stockton armpit of, of California. People, crack cocaine capital of the world. Now, that's that's a legend. You get the idea. Two very different cities in California, split by maybe 200 miles. The bonds from those two different cities are going to be different like gold and clay. But in March, they both got hit because people got panicked as interest rates got lower. Banks had to... Um, people, uh, Companies like Boeing were saying, hey, I want to use my line of credit. And when they did that, banks had to sell some of their stable assets, like municipal bonds, but because there was an, uh, a disruption in the pricing, like there's a disruption in oil. Oil's not negative $10 a barrel. That, that's a crazy idea. Oil is an incredibly toxic material. You can't put it in your swimming pool. You'll die within weeks. Like It's not ten not negative. It's a disruption of price because we can't store, figure out where to store it. So the storage is what became more expensive than the commodity itself in the short term. That won't be what's happening in the long term. But same thing with the municipal bonds. Um, banks had to panic and like raise money wherever they could. And sadly, there was some things that weren't priced correctly in Palo Alto, and there's some things that weren't priced correctly in Stockton. And I could use any city. 
Uh, I can pick on any state when I do that. I'm not picking on Stockton. I'm just saying a bond from Dallas, Texas is going to be way, way, way different than the bond from Waco. Um, and that's, you know, a bond in Miami or Tampa is going to be way, way, way different than the, you know, the, the Okefenokee Swamp. I know you're saying, I'm not sure there really is an Okefenokee Swamp. And I'm like, I, I loosely think that there is, but I, I, I'm not 100% sure it's in Florida. It could be Georgia. I'm not sure. But the bonds would be different, right? But you should be able to trust both. One you know is taking more risk. One you know is a little bit more stable. But that's not how it played out. Anyhow, I'm digressing. AMD earnings tonight. You'd be paying a lot of attention. But again, even with that focus, you're hearing more and more companies say, we're withdrawing our guidance because we don't know what Christmas is going to look like. We don't know if families are going to want to get together. We don't know if families, uh, if we're going to lose meat production this, this summer we, because of COVID. We don't know if COVID's coming back. And I'll tell you what, the education that I've got in the last six to eight weeks of uh, comparing viruses to flus and such, uh, I hope I never have to go through this again. But again, you know, your sugar booger looks at you and goes, this is a crazy year. I'm like, yeah, it's no different than the year your parents' house burned down or, you know, the year you had a, <clears throat> a bad run-in. Like, we all go through crazy stuff. I was just we're 16 when my father died. Like, that's not... That's a bad year. UPS sales are impressive. It's nice to see and hear things like that because a lot of what we're hearing right now is bear market. Bull market in suddenly. One trillion, two trillion, three trillion. Uh, give me money, give me money, give me money. I'll be honest, like, uh, you know, we're talking about habits this show, this hour. How are your habits going to look if you get the same president or if you get a different president? How are your habits going to look if you know COVID comes roaring back or not? But some habits that you really got to like look at is you know um, some of the shipping stuff that we're doing. I, I think I've changed a bit. Um, I'm getting a way lot less delivered uh, than I used to. And what's funny is I uh, I'm, I'm going to digress. So anyhow. Um, it's nice to see UPSA good numbers because it feels like it's been a long time. Um, you get a CEO on the conference call last night. He goes, I want to thank all 495,000 of the UPSers. Uh, our team is doing a crack job. And yes, I get it. Speed, ingenuity, reliability. There's so much that we're so thankful for in the United States. Um, and a lot of companies like UPS, FedEx, and Amazon, we don't even grasp some of the things they're doing with freight. Domestic freight sales jumped 9.3% on a 3.5% increase in volume. Next day, air volume grew by more than 20% year over year. That's a good data point for FedEx. It's a large express shipper. Again, in your head, if you got to get a package there overnight or a legal document, you kind of FedEx overnight it, right? You don't think of UPS overnight service or Amazon's overnight service. So they exist. Um, stock yields on UPS about 3.9%. I would much rather own UPS for the next 20 years, assuming that we don't come up with flying drones that can deliver packages, and they're all owned by Jeff Bezos. I'd much rather own UPS than try to own a junk bond. With that said, consult a broker advisor for taking action on any stocks mentioned. I own no UPS. But that dividend yield and their, their history, I'm okay. 
I think one sector that changes our habits coming out of this, speaking of habits, healthcare. I think the healthcare bull market is just starting. Is that bad news or good news to you? We'll talk about that when we come back. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. You can find me at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. And find me at newfocusfinancial.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. So, this song should be a kind of a pick-me-up, no doubt. I say you take the Rob Black challenge to get out of the COVID state of mind. Dress up as Tom Cruise, not Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks from Castaway today. Go get a volleyball from the garage or a basketball. Dress it up. Start walking around your town (laughs) talking to a volleyball and just yell, Wilson, every now and then. You'll get picked up. You'll get a free meal from the police. But it's the COVID challenge by Rob Black. Um, We may be mentally feeling that, but this is nothing. Our nation's been through wars. Our nation's been through a lot tougher. Um, so I'm not that distressed. White House unveiled a plan to, for increased COVID testing. That's past me. Whether it's drugstore retailers or testing labs, that doesn't feel like what you want to hear from me or need from me. Unless it's something along the lines of GlaxoSmithKline is doing it or Roush is involved. I get it. Uh, I don't really think you want me being news driven at this point in time. Boeing, on the other hand, is news-driven, and they're going to reportedly resume 787 Dreamliner production in South Carolina on Sunday. What a fantasy scenario if you wanted to buy one of the greatest companies at one of the cheapest prices, except for the fact that the fantasy was a nightmare. Uh, A couple plane crashes. Their software looks like it was wonky and caused it. Then China shuts down and the rest of the world follows on air travel, and we don't know when it comes back. It's so shut down to the point that, like, uh, the canals in Florence look lovely. <laughs> Chicago is like, wow, there's not smog in the air. Uh, L.A. is gorgeous right now. So you're seeing monkeys in Thailand come back into the cities because tourists can no longer go out of the forest to feed them. So they're coming in looking to reclaim food the old-fashioned way. Um, there's positive and negatives, but to see Boeing get back... It kind of says, okay, how long do we think it's going to take? It's going to take a long time. An investment in Boeing is, A, you have to acknowledge that they got financial problems, but that could lead to them being acquired. Mm, that would be a nice premium. Or maybe it would be a discount because they've got financial problems. Or you're looking at a recovering business that takes two to three years to kind of stretch out the deliveries as well as getting, you know, planes up in, in the air. Um, S&P 500 is playing with a 3,000 level on a 4-12 month basis. It is trading at a ridiculous valuation. Especially in the next 12 months when we're going to see a lot of earnings wiped out. This is a chance for corporations to clean up their balance sheets. Right now, let's say you had a, a scandal. You hired your cousin Sal and it didn't work out terribly well. So in the downsizing of the economy, that's where you, you fire him and, and move on. And you blame it on something else. Uh, 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. 
one of the funny funnier parodies, and I guess this is political in nature, but it's a spoonful of Clorox helps the medicine go down. When I saw that, I had I saw that I had to smile. The memes are vicious right now. No. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, so we're talking about testing now. We're talking about the Federal Reserve helping out munis. We're talking about Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell acknowledging in an interview that increased funding for a state and local governments would probably pass in future COVID-19 relief legislation. He tried to do a trial balloon of like, well, maybe states should be left on their own and states like New York, you know, uh, said that's not right. We pay more taxes. We bring in more in taxes than your little state, Kentucky, takes out. And it got viciously mean. And California's not even going to get in that argument because we pay a lot more than we take out. But then again, we also get a lot of a lot of perks from some of those uh, states. But it, the, the politics right now is very much so about testing the waters to see what people will freak out over and what they won't. So don't take it too literally. Uh, the Coalition for Ep- uh, Epidemic Preparedness Innovations thinks there's a possibility that COVID-19 vaccine could be ready as early as this year for emergency uses only. That's kind of a positive. But again, we need to look more at financial stories that are coming out of earnings season. The UK is planning a plot for relaxing its shutdown restrictions. Um so we're going to see some economic activity soon out of the UK. Now, what if they all get you know COVID and all die at during that that reopening? It's probably not going to happen. But we're starting to play weird odds. Do we restress our healthcare systems worldwide? Is that going to happen? I don't have answers. Dow Components, Caterpillar, and 3M are one of those companies that are starting to say we're not going to give guidance for 2020. Now, Caterpillar and 3M are very different. 3M, a lot of medical devices. Caterpillar, a lot of big uh, um, toys that you have to fuel up and you push the earth around. Pepsi, Cummings, D.R. Horton have all said we're not going to give a lot of guidance because we don't know. That's been the, the message throughout this whole hour of even if we do open back up, we don't know when we get back to 2019 levels. And let's just say that enough damage is going to be done to the U.S. economy in, in the second and third quarter that we're not going to have a great year. Maybe somehow, some way, some shape, some form, we don't go negative GDP for two quarters in a row. I doubt it. So we're going to go into a quote-unquote recession. Psychology is a big question. How are you going to spend your holidays this year? Well, you don't know yet either, like me. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Also, find me at newfocusfinancial.com. Listen to CFP Chad Burton's show today and tomorrow at 6 a.m. here on AM 1220 KDOW.